Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey folks, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll feature comedian, banjo picker, hee-haw alumni, and Grand Ole Opry star, Mike Snyder. Guest host Aubrey Atwater will talk about the cross-pollination of folk songs. And in our From the Vault segment, Mark Jones has dug up a recording of my old neighbor, Uncle Floyd Holland, who played the banjo for over 85 years. All that and more this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. When Mike Snyder appears at the Ozark Folk Center, he has people rolling in the aisles with his hilarious jokes, stories, and original songs. Besides being really funny, though, he's also a first-rate musician and has assembled a backup band without equal. Let's start our show off with a set we recorded last year at the Grandpa Jones Tribute.
How y'all doing tonight, folks? It's good to be back in Mountain View, Arkansas once again. <laughs> we don't get asked back very often. <laughs> and this is the fourth time, so uh, we're, we're kind of feeling like kinfolk around here. We've had a great day. Got to go to the Grandpa, remembering Grandpa Jones' uh, thing they had over here and enjoyed that. And I figure some of you folks are here tonight that was over there. That was a lot of fun talk about my buddy. And uh, I loved him. He's, he's the fella that showed me how to play this style of banjo. It's called frailing. And you don't use nothing but your thumb and your middle finger. And you got to have that warmed up good. And I <laughs> warmed mine up on this crooked road trying to get in here today. <laughs> There's the log trucks and everything else tried to run over me. <laughs> I've had a little trouble with my driving here lately. I was up in Nashville. I went in a, uh, a store. I hadn't been in there five minutes. Come back out. There's a motorcycle cop right to ticket. And uh, I walked up to him. I said, hey, buddy, how about giving the guy a break? He just kept on writing. I said, are you deaf? He wrote another ticket. <laughs> so I called him some things. <laughs> And he wrote some more tickets. After about 15 minutes, I got tired of all that and went around the corner and got my truck and drove off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you, this is funny, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Well, as usual, I don't have a show. I ain't never been smart enough to put one together. We, we just get up in front of a crowd and look at them and see what they look like they need. <laughs> and I don't know if we got anything going to help y'all or not, but uh, <laughs> we're, we're sure going to give it a go, I'll tell you that. And um, I got some great pickers up here with me on stage, and I'll be introducing them as we go along. But I think right now we need to play something else. What do you think, boys? What do they look like they need? Listen, we almost got applauded right there. Somebody, we, we all, thank you for that wonderful round of indifference. Um, I've got a bunch of little old songs I wrote down here to look over and see if they fit with y'all's faces, and I have just found one. And uh, this is a great piece. This is something we just learned not too long ago. And it's called uh, Frosty Morn and uh, Doctor Doctor. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, y'all put your hands together and help us here. Yeah. Woo! Hey, buddy. Okay, stop. Now, whatever you do, don't do that while we're playing, because... <laughs> We can't, we can't keep up with y'all. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Now, if you want to scream and holler, if it gets good to you, go ahead. And if you want to clap, make sure that guy next to you ain't clapping at the same time you are. See, it, 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 won't, it won't sound like applause. That's here, applause. There you go. I like that. That's got rhythm right there. <laughs> Thank you. 
it's, it's good to get in front of an audience that likes this kind of music. Because, yeah, a lot of folks, uh, we get in front of them and holler out, free bird. <laughs> uh, yeah. There he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, he's everywhere. <laughs> oh, me. Well, I think I'm going to play the harmonica now. Uh, yeah, listen to them roar. Uh, <laughs> This is, a, <laughs> this is one of my first instruments to learn how to play. Um, I did a little interview a while ago, and this lady asked me how I got started in the music business. And I told her I walked out in the front yard when I was six years old, and there laid a cow horn in the yard. And uh, I picked it up and carried it in. My daddy told me it, they call it a fox horn. And uh, he had a mouthpiece on it, and uh, he showed me how to make a noise. And then I started playing tunes on that fox horn. And they thought this boy may have talent. So they carried me and bought me a trumpet. And uh, I never was much good at the trumpet. Uh, I played the Star Spangled Banner at a few football games. I should have been playing taps at the football games because uh, we had a five and five record every year. We lost five at home, we lost five out on the road. <laughs> and, uh, we, got, we was just something for everybody else to whip. And uh, so I kind of give up on the trumpet. And Daddy uh, ordered a harmonica through the Sears and Roebuck catalog. And I found it hanging on the mailbox. And uh, I got into it and found a harmonica in that box. And Daddy was out in the field uh, plowing. And when he got back in, I already had peanut butter and jelly smeared all over his harmonica, and he didn't want to put it in his mouth, so he just gave it to me. And, and <laughs> if you give that young and a Marlboro, it'll calm right down. I've seen it before. <laughs> nothing, nothing will soothe one like a Marlboro 100. But um, anyway, we like to do this for all the folks from Alabama. How many folks we got out here from Alabama? I knew it. We, that's that guy hollered free bird. <laughs> uh, we, there's, a, there's somebody from Alabama in every crowd. We played, played over in Egypt one time. There was two of them over there. <laughs> so we figured since there's folks always at our show from Alabama, we need to dedicate a song to them. And tonight we're going to do it once again. This is called Georgia.
That was banjo player Mike Snyder and his band playing a medley of tunes including Cold Frosty Morning, Doctor Doctor, and finishing with Georgia. We'll hear more of Mike including his hilarious song Snuff Dipper later in the show. But when we come back from this break, let's go down to the vault to hear what Mark Jones has found for us this week. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. every week at this time, we like to go down and visit Mark Jones, who keeps our tremendous collection of recordings we've got that were recorded uh, over the years here at the Ozark Folk Center. Let's, let's go down to the vault and see what's going on down there. Hey, Mark, what's going on down here? Oh, Dave, not much. I'm just uh, looking through all this. You know, there's so much stuff down here a feller could spend days and days and not see it all. I believe that's true. you got boxes and boxes of stuff here. got stuff everywhere. I know that a lot of this was recorded on old reel-to-reel tapes years ago, and they didn't know it at the time, but they found out that those reel-to-reel tapes kind of uh, melt together after a while. And uh, when uh, Elliot Hancock and some buddies of his started to convert those reel-to-reel tapes to digital, they had to pop those tapes in the oven and actually cook them a little bit to get them to come apart. Actually, uh, I was kind of involved in cooking some of them. Uh, my wife and I, we had a studio set up at our house, and we would take some of the reels home. And there was a certain uh, section of years where, for some reason, all the tape oxidized and stuck together. And what you had to do was put it in a convection oven and heat it up to a certain temperature and it would turn loose. Huh. And then you had about one run all the way through, and hopefully you got it. And, uh, you know, we did get most of it. Some of it we lost. But the shows were recorded every night for years, ever since 1973. And, and uh, you know, I was digging through looking at some of that, and uh, it just it it amazes me how much how much material is here. What have you picked out for us this week? Well, Dave, you know there was a fellow that I met when I first came down here, and he just amazed me. He was like eighty two year old or something when I met him, and uh, such a nice gentleman. His uh his name was Floyd Holland. 
Uh, yeah, I remember Uncle Floyd very well. He lived out of Fox, where I live. In fact, the Holland family settled in Fox back before the Civil War, and there's still a bunch of Hollands there today. Uncle Floyd, I remember very well. He played the five-string banjo. He was a frailer or a clawhammer banjo player, like you are. And uh, he didn't weigh probably 100 pounds. And uh, he started probably, it was probably about 1973 when he was 82 years old, because he was still playing here at the Folk Center when he passed away in his mid-90s. Yeah, he was amazing. When I first came down here, I enjoy cutting up and joking with people and all that. And I realized I could talk to Uncle Floyd and cut up with him. And I walked up to him, and I looked at him, and I said, Uncle Floyd, this town ain't big enough for me and you both. <laughs> Dave, he just grinned at me and looked up said, I'll help you pack. <laughs> that sounds like Uncle Floyd. In fact, just about every time he was on here at the Folk Center, he told some kind of old corny joke before he would do a song or play a tune. He what? was full of jokes. What tune have you got for us this week? Dave, this is an old instrumental, and it's named My Darling Nellie Gray. Let's put it on and listen to it. That brings back memories of Uncle Floyd Holland, that's for sure. We still miss him today, don't we? We sure do. He was a he was a gooder. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Dave. This week's featured artist, Mike Snyder, learned to play the banjo at the age of 16. In 1983, he won the National Banjo Championship in Winfield, Kansas. He was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry in 1990 and spent six years in the Hayfield as a cast member on Hee Haw. He truly loves old-time fiddle tunes, as we'll hear with the medley in this next set. But first, one of his most requested songs, Snuff Dipper. Well, <clears throat> now comes the time in the show where y'all paid all the big money to hear. I'm going to sing. When I was a boy, I was sitting on the edge of the bed trying to learn how to sing, and the dog was trying to help me. Every time I'd sing a note, he'd howl. <gasps> <laughs> and uh, Mama come in there in a few minutes and said, Son, can't you sing something that the dog don't know? <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, here we go. Uh, we're going to do a love song. Please watch yourself. People get out of control almost every time we do this.
Over there in Gleason, Tennessee, where I was born and raised, I used to take a moonlight stroll in the pasture where the milk cows graze. There she was, sitting up on the fence. I grinned at her and she grinned back. I could tell she had some sense. Said, I'm real pleased to meet you, ma'am. You look like a diamond in the rough. She said, shut up all your fancy talk and give me a dip at snuff. I'll have to admit it, I'm just a little bit surprised. When I handed her that Copenhagen, there was love in her eyes. Snuff dipper, snuff dipper, ain't the story of my life. Snuff dipper, snuff dipper, I bet she'd make me an exotic wife. So I courted that gal in a tater patch. I courted her in a sorghum cane. I kissed her in the sunshine. I even kissed her out in the rain. The first time I kissed him, snuff stained lips, we were sitting on a holler log. She had breath on her that stifled a Hampshire hall. I said, Woo, what a pucker. You really know your stuff. She said, You didn't want no kiss. You just stole my dip of snuff. Snuff dipper, snuff dipper, the story of my life. Snuff dipper, snuff dipper, now I got one for a wife. From them. <laughs> Did I bring sweetie? No, I left her at the house. She's got a job. One of us got to work. <laughs> uh, she's, she's down there in Gleason, but I did call her a while ago. I said, sweetie, is everything all right down there at home? She said, there's 40 dogs out here in the backyard. I said, oh, no. I said, are they mad? She said, two of them ain't. <laughs> I said, all right, then. <laughs> you know, folks, there's, there's a lot of funny things going on in the world today. I've been noticing. I, I got a little old computer, and I opened it up, and, uh, and uh, there's just all kind of things going on in there that are uh, hard for me to believe. And, of course, the preachers is all against everything, and some of it I agree with them on. But there was a real good thing happened down there at church here the other day. The preacher got up and he said, I've got four test tubes here. It's got four different things in it. And uh, I got four worms that I'm going to put in there. Now, if I could just remember what four things that was in them tubes, <laughs> I might have to cut it down a little bit. Okay, he said in his first tube, it's got whiskey in it, and we'll put a worm in that. And I'm going to preach a sermon after I fill these tubes up. At the end of it, we're going to find out what the moral is. So he put that worm in the whiskey and sealed it up. He got the next vial out. He said, now this, this right here has got smoke in it. And he put a worm in that smoke, sealed it up. Third one, he said, this in here has got chocolate in it. He took him a worm, put in the chocolate, sealed it up. 
And he said, this fourth one has got plain old dirt in it. And he put a worm in that and sealed it up. Well, he went on rant and raved there for about 45 minutes. And he got to the end of it. He said, well, let's check on our worms. He looked at the first worm in the whiskey. He said, this worm is dead. Picked up the second one, had smoke in it. He said, the worm in the smoke is dead. The third one, the worm in the chocolate, dead. The worm in the dirt is doing just fine. What's the moral of the story? And a little girl stood up and said, well, the way I see it, if you don't, if you drink and smoke and eat chocolate, you won't have worms. <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? All right, then. What are we going to do next, boys? It's time for music. I'm tired of talking. Can I get a drink? Would y'all excuse me? Is this a dry county around here? It is? I was afraid of that. I was wanting something that was in one of them tubes after we got out from some of this show. Try to get rid of some worms. I think I'm going to play the band. Let's have some more banjo. Yeah! I love the Fralin-style banjo. You know, I was on Hee Haw for seven years counting the reruns. And, uh, and we had a whole lot of time just to sit back in the, in the dressing room because we'd do a little something in the morning and have to sit there all day before you do another little thing in the afternoon, most of the time. So that's where me and Grandpa did a lot of banjo talk and things. You know, when you're first learning how to play an instrument, at least for me, there's always one song that strikes you fancy and you think, well, if I could just learn that, I'd be happy. And of course, you never are. It's like everything else. You can't get, never get enough of anything. But uh, if you can just learn that first one. Well, my first one was a piece that we're going to do right up front in here. It's called Soldier's Joy. And uh, another two songs that I learned right after it, we'll play in this medley. The second one's called Angeline the Baker. And the third one is called Old Molly Hare. And they make, it makes for a real nice medley. And I hope you like it. And if you don't, Last about three minutes, and we'll do something else. <laughs> That's all. Sterling, you should have been tuning this while you're standing over there. <laughs> Saturday night right there. That's right. That's it.
Snyder and his band playing a medley of three great tunes, Soldier's Joy, Angelina Baker, and Old Molly Hare. Mike started that set with his original song, Snuff Dipper. We'll be back after the break with Aubrey Atwater discussing the cross-pollination of folk songs. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Thank you. 
Well, here's a cool story about, I guess you could call it cross-pollination. Uh, Rhode Island, Kentucky, Mountain View, Arkansas. Elwood and I are from Rhode Island, but one of our areas of expertise is the music of the Ritchie family in eastern Kentucky and American folk music and dance in general from Appalachia and also here in the Ozarks. So we've been coming to the Ozark Folk Center for almost 20 years, performing and teaching, and we we absolutely love it here. We love the people. This is one of our most beloved special places in our career. We have made so many friends, and we are astonished by what goes on in in the town square at night with all the, the music, with the children in the Music Roots program in the area that we've seen a whole generation of young people learn to play and dance and grow up, and some have gone on to have some really interesting careers. So we are uh, amazed by what happens here in Mountain View, the Ozark Folk Center. What a unique place. We, we've really we've never been to any place like this in the United States, and we travel a lot. And so last year we were here at the Dulcimer Jamboree, and we were in the Iron Skillet having a meal. And they were playing some of the music of local musicians, and all of a sudden I recognized a song. And I thought to myself, this group learned this song from us. And I'm pretty sure that's true. Um, this is the song that I'm not quite sure what the group is, but I believe the woman's name is Becky, who is playing banjo and singing. The name of the song is The Red Rockin' Chair. And I learned it in eastern Kentucky, in Hindman, Kentucky, from Carrie Norris. And Carrie Norris is the granddaughter of the legendary Lily Mae Ledford of the Coon Creek Girls, the, the all-female string band in the early radio days. So I wanted to play a sequence of the sources of this song, the chain of the, the passing on of the folk song, first with Lily Mae Ledford singing it. her granddaughter Carrie Norris singing it. us at Water Donnelly singing it. All right. 
then Becky's group singing it here in Mountain View. At a Mike Snyder concert, you get a little of everything. Bluegrass, gospel, old time, plus some hilarious stories about his wife, Sweetie, and some side-splitting original songs. Let's close this week's show with more great songs from Mike Snyder, recorded at the Ozark Folk Center State Park. Time we just have been deciding that we've got time to do three or four more. Y'all want to hear three or four more? All right. By golly, I gotta have me some more wet banjo since I was talking about it. I'm getting all tore up over it again. Come here, darling. Oh, he loves it. He loves it so much. Let's see, what do we got here we can do? Yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Remember that PNC Redskins? I think Brown. This is a really nice piece right here. Uh, Uncle Dave Macon used to be on the Grand Ole Opry. He's one of the first guys, entertainers on there. And he was a real dandy. And he's got a great-grandson named John Doubler. And John um, wrote this first piece right here. It's called Tennessee Rhapsody. And the second piece we got here comes from uh, Norman Blake, far as I know, I think Norman might have wrote the thing. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. He's not getting paid tonight for doing it either way. But uh, <laughs> it's called Old Grimes, and I, it's got some beautiful chords in it, so I hope you like these.
we're going to do the song that has put us where we are today. This song hit the charts at number 100 with an anchor <laughs> and left claw marks all the way down. But this man did actually holler it out just a minute ago, so we can truthfully say we've had a request tonight. <laughs> and uh, so it's in the key of C there. <laughs> Since all her friends has got one, my wife wants one too. A fur coat, ain't nothing else gonna do. Said she'd look real classy and make me proud of her if I'd just run down to the store and buy her a fur. Well, she put me to thinking how that I was gonna swing that kind of deal. She knows we can't afford nothing like that, and I'm so afraid to steal. But the problem finally solved itself like a bolt out of the blue. It just jumped right out in front of me on Highway 22. That big old German Shepherd, my car, he didn't see. He went off to dog heaven and left his hide for me. For six weeks in the basement, I worked on it every night. It was trial and error, but I finally got it right. I put it in a hat box and I carried it upstairs to her. She French kissed me when she seen her fur. Now she's got her fuzzy fur coat, reaches all the way down to her knees. She's been complaining, said her closet is plumb full of fleas. She don't own find always wrapped around her tight. She's putting on the dog and she goes out at night. Yeah, she don't know if I don't wear wrapped around her tight. She's really putting on the dog when she goes out at night. She's been real depressed since I backed out over the cat. You know she'll grin again when I show her that new fur hat. said it's getting about time to go. I've, I've noticed we've had a couple of walking ovations. <laughs> One right there. I'm going to play you a little thing here called the Arkansas Traveler while we're here.
Thank you. That's Mike Snyder. You've been listening to a set of songs recorded by Nashville humorist and musician Mike Snyder at the tribute to Grandpa Jones that is held yearly at the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas. You heard Be Thou My Vision, Tennessee Rhapsody, and Old Grimes, Mike's original song, Puttin' on the Dog, and the classic fiddle tune, The Arkansas Traveler. By the way, Arkansas Traveler is also the theme music to our show, performed by fiddler Clancy Ferguson, backed up by Joe Jewell, Albie Talone, and Gresham McMillan. I hope you enjoyed our show. I'm Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. More information online at ArkansasStateParks.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.